Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Hi, Alan. How are you? I'm great. Where have you been recently? Because I saw you popped up on social media. You've been abroad, have you? You've been performing again abroad. Yes, I have. I was actually in Milan. I just came back at the weekend um, and I was there uh, competing in a competition. Um, So I was a finalist in the BA Lyrica International Competition over in Italy. Well, now, from time to time, we link up. I'm not quite sure it's Milan, but we've linked, linked up with the artistic director, Rosetta Cookie from Wexford Festival Opera, and she shares wonderful stories with us of what life is like in the opera houses in Italy. What's it like yes. in Milan? I mean, Milan is world-famous, oh, isn't it? Yes. Oh, it was fabulous. It was such an amazing experience. Um, and, I mean, just the culture and the atmosphere and the food, and everything was, was amazing, and I was so thrilled to reach the final and, and have a really good time performing over there. So it was great. Yeah, and does that open doors for you then? I mean, what, what are the big opera houses in Italy? R- remind me, please. Rosetta, if she was here, would um, remind me as Milan, well. Milan, you have obviously La Scala, and you've got, like, there's hundreds of opera houses all over Europe, actually. In every single country, you have lots of opera houses dotted around. Um, so when I was there, I was performing for an international jury. Um, so there was lots of different people on the jury that we were singing for. So, yeah, you never know what might happen or what might come from it, but it was great great to go over and great to get to do it. And for those who have yet to travel to countries like Italy and Spain and Germany and these places, what was the whole travel experience like for you now? Is it back to normal? Do you still have to yes. do antigen testing? What happens when you go into these countries? No, it, it, it was pretty much back to normal, yeah. I, I have travelled kind of during the pandemic when you have to do your tests and you have to have all the correct masks and all the paperwork. But um, when I was travelling last weekend, it was pretty much back to normal. So obviously we had our, our masks on the plane um, and you had to fill out a, a passenger locator form. But other than that, you just hop on and hop off. And it was great. Right. So is that life for you? Because I'm going to get on to the Backwater Valley Opera Festival. Is that your life yes. now, Kelly? Uh, Kelly, and this kind of globe-trotting experience of popping on a plane to Milan or heading over to London. Is that the way it works? What happens? Yes. Well, yeah, that, that's the idea anyway. But obviously the last two years, just as I was kind of getting into that sort of rhythm, COVID happened and, and put a stop to it. So I'm so happy that things are starting to get back back on track and that I can start um, yeah, hopping on planes and travelling to where I need to be. Now let's get on to the main reason you and I are talking, which is the Blackwater Valley Opera Festival. It's returning for seven days from the 31st of May to the 6th of June. Um, Can you tell us about your role in the festival, please? Yes. So um, the headline opera for this year's festival is Orfeo e Giordici, um, which is an opera by Gluck. So I will be playing the role of Amor in that opera, which is the, the god of love. Um, so it's a beautiful Baroque opera that will be directed by David Bulger and the fabulous conductor Peter Whelan. Um, and then I'm also involved in one of the recitals. So there's lots of um, concerts and recitals that happen as part of the festival as well. Um, so I'll be doing one called The French Connection um, in Salterbridge House in Capoquin. Um, and that's on the Friday, the 3rd of June. Um, and that's a programme that explores the kind of parallels between Irish art song and French melodies. So I'll be joined by a wonderful tenor, Andrew Gavin, for that, and will be accompanied by Niall Kinsler on the piano. And is the ultimate dream for you to, to appear on, on stages like what you've talked about in Milan and uh, maybe the Met in, in New York or, I mean, the National Opera House and the Wexford Festival, has that beckoned for you yet? Yes, well, yeah, obviously, yeah, that's the dream. I feel like I'm kind of still starting off with the career, but I'm, I'm definitely on the right direction. And, yeah, obviously just being able to perform and sing and do what you love 
wherever that takes you is is the ultimate dream. So, well, let's go back to where you began because it. yeah, I know your sister yes. Deirdre very well. Is it true that she was your first music teacher? Yes, yeah, and she still is. <laughs> yeah, so Deirdre, obviously, um, yeah, she's my my big sister. So I'm from quite a musical family. Um, I'm the youngest of four, so I have three wonderful siblings. Um, and Deirdre, obviously, she had a flourishing opera career by the time I was a toss. Um, so I was always just surrounded by that music and singing. Um, and yes, yeah, so then Deirdre took me under her wing and she started teaching me. And yeah, I'm, I'm extremely grateful to her for always being there. She's always guiding me and always helping me. And she's, she's fabulous. And Kellyanne, is this what you always wanted to do? Or had you plans to do something else? Or indeed, have you done anything else apart from singing? Um, well, I, yeah, I think I, I always wanted to do it. Um, but in college, I, I actually did a teaching degree. So I took probably the more sensible route that my mom and dad would have preferred. Um, and I did a teaching degree in Trinity. Um, but I always just kept coming back to singing. And I just felt like I, I wanted to give it a shot and see where it took me. So, yeah, that, that's still what I'm doing. And it's, it's taken me to wonderful places. It surely has. Uh, and the career highlight for you so far is what? Um, gosh, well, there's so many. Um, I think definitely Wexford Festival Opera in 2019 was, was an amazing experience. Um, so that was one of my first professional engagements in Ireland. Um, and it acted as a terrific springboard for so many opportunities after that. Um, and I was awarded um, the bursary as an emerging artist. I got the Liam Healy bursary as well. Um, and I got to perform a lead role in one of the short works, um, and I was in the course of the main stage opera. So I think, yeah, I think the highlight of that was, was the opening night, watching the fireworks from the dressing room, and then singing a Ron Avine side stage before we went on was was pretty special. Very emotional. Woman. Yeah, of course yeah, it is. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, and I mean, you've, uh, looking at your CV, looking at the list of what you've achieved so far, uh, it's already been an amazing career and you're, you know, you've got so much more to look forward to. Uh, what would be yeah. your ultimate aim? What would be your ultimate accomplishment? Um, gosh, oh, there's, there's lots to do. I think just to, to keep going as I am um, and just continuing to be able to sing and to be able to perform and earn a living from that for as long as I can, I think that's, that's the main aim. And obviously the Met Opera would be the absolute dream. So we'll we'll see if I can get there at some stage soon. Fingers crossed. Yeah, and the inspirations, uh, you're going to say Deirdre obviously inspired you. She she taught you, so that's from a family background. But musically, yeah. who are who are the, the, the sopranos that would have inspired you? Who are the performers? Uh, from Like from the tenors, from Domingo and Pavarotti yeah. and Carreras and those. Uh, who would be your favourite of those three, for example? Um, oh, I'd have to say Pavarotti. I think his voice is just glorious. I think he's fabulous. Um, and there's, there's so many good opera singers, and especially now we've so much more access to, with Spotify and YouTube, you can see all of these wonderful people. Um, in terms of sopranos, like I love Lizette Oropesa. She's a fabulous soprano. Um, Anna Natrebko would be another one of my favourites. Um, and going back a little bit further, someone like Lucia Pops, I think, is, is wonderful as well. Right. Um, so it's great that we're able to, to listen to all of these people um, and it's so accessible now. Well, now, before we round off today's show, we want to get back to the core uh, topic, which is the Blackwater Valley Opera Festival. As I said, yes. it's returning for seven days from the 31st of May. You have a, an important role to play. So you have the airwaves, get the message out there. Uh, this is an opera-loving county, County Wexford. This is a golden opportunity. Is this in the open air? Is that Where, where has it been staying? Yes. 
It is. So the opera, it's in this stunning venue. So we're in Lismore and it's in the Castle Yard. Um, so it's an open air venue. Um, it's Ireland's only summer opera festival and the venues are just stunning. Um, and as well as the opera then, we have all the, the different concerts, recitals, outreach programmes and they take place in various venues around Waterford and Cork as well. Um, so you've got cathedrals, castles, beautiful historic houses, uh, Victorian bandstands, the lovely castle gardens. So it's it's really a feast for, for all the senses. Great to talk to you as always, Kellyanne. Wishing you the very best of luck for the future. Uh, and uh, if people are wondering how they can access tickets for it, is there a website? How do people go get the tickets? Yes, so the, if you log on to the Blackwater Valley Opera Festival website, you'll find all of the details there. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran.